And most of us move away from things that hurt and move closer to the things that make us feel good. So it's still possible to do stuff that makes you feel good and get the benefit of being physical. The benefits of getting healthier are pretty clear, but it can be very intimidating, especially as we get older. Our guest on today's podcast, though, says it really doesn't need to be. Welcome to Imagine Yourself. We're Lene and Sandy. And let's do something different today. Let's imagine that we're on a quest. Because centuries ago, Ponce de Leon traveled to Florida to search for the Fountain of Youth. And today, we are traveling via Zoom to Miami, Florida to search for the secrets of youth, how to stay fit and vibrant. So here's the deal. If you want to take your health to a higher level and take your age to a fun level, we have help from a multifaceted Miami, Florida man who is a Navy vet, who spent 27 years as a Parks and Rec administrator. He's an aging specialist, a youth conditioning specialist, a fitness instructor, and then here's my favorite, a no-pain, all-gain stretch advocate. We are very excited to introduce Nathaniel Wilkins, the founder of Ageless Workout. Were you talking about me? Oh my goodness. You know, I was listening. I was like, who is this person that she's talking about? But anyway, pretty impressive. I got to say, I got to live up to this stuff that she just shared about me. So, you know, I'm excited because this is uh, something that's near and dear to my heart. Some people call it a passion and, you know, I call it my mission that it's up to me to share and find like-minded people who want to be a part of this journey that we're on. So let's talk about that journey a little bit. We've noticed that as we get a little bit older, we don't have enough or as much energy. We've got those aches and pains. We might lack a little motivation, like, why am I going to bother now? But after seeing what you have accomplished, it's not only impressive, but I want to know what motivated you to do it and why is it so important for us to be concerned with working out and being healthy as we get older? You know, that question is loaded. I'll just share with you. That is a loaded question. (laughs) You know, every time I get a chance to go on a podcast, I always talk about things that wake you up, right? For me, it was having some problems when I was on a job, pain in my heart and having sense enough to realize I didn't need to go to the doctor. I went to the hospital, the emergency room. They kept me for weeks at a time, had me in ICU. People who worked for me at the time came looking sad because the word was I wasn't going to make it. And as I lie there figuring out what I was going to do, I said to myself, man, one more time, if I ever get out of here, it's over. So that went to one appointment with a cardiologist. They were trying to figure it out, gave me nitroglycerin, all these different medicines and stuff. That stuff made me feel worse than I did before. So I said, I'm not doing it anymore. Started walking, exercising, changing what I was eating because I was hanging out with all the wrong people, eating all the wrong food. What's so funny is I used to laugh at myself because, you know, I was gaining a lot more weight. But I used to say the clothes are getting too small when it was, I was seeing a whole <laughs> lot more of me and huffing and puffing, just doing all of that kind of crazy stuff, not dealing with the issues. Mind you, you know, I've done some sports. I was active long before, but something about the job world, something about having some niceties and living a different life 
drinking enough beer, drinking, uh, you know, (laughs) maybe I should stop. But (laughs) eating the kinds of foods that I knew were wrong for me. That's how I got in that place. Does that answer your question? Right. So you were kind of like the average older adult who's, well, you said unhealthy lifestyle, maybe, but it is pretty normal American eating, isn't it? And drinking the beer. And then you got to this place where you I had said, a crisis. No, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice. I said beer. You know, <laughs> I, I could have went on. Hennessy, you know, Jack Daniels, all these okay, okay. Things of people that, that started to be a part of my circle with the kinds of friends. You know, you go into these places. And at the time, I was like, well, you know, somebody's got to eat and drink this stuff. I might as well be one of those. Right. So, does that give you a little bit more insight? Sure. Now, you've actually got me thinking, okay, because now here's a connection that we have that I don't even know if Sandy knows this, but I spent almost all of the 90s living in Miami. And then you live in Miami now. There are lots of temptations there in more ways than one. But the difference was that I kind of have to be aware of the changes and the choices. Because back then, I could eat and drink and stay up late and do all different types of things and not have to worry about exercise. But one day I woke up and my body didn't want to cooperate with all of that. But I also didn't live in Miami anymore. Now I live in Michigan. (laughs) But I had to figure out how to make different choices because my body was different. My situation was different. And I'm just thinking that a lot of people need to think about that because you wrote, Nathaniel, one of the things that I read about you, you said that we should not let an old person enter our bodies. (laughs) And so we will get older, but we don't have to get old. So... Mm -hmm. Tell us how ageless workout and how that whole mindset can make sure we don't let that happen to us. So let me, let me be clear. I'm not trying to run anybody down and I'm not trying to judge anybody. What I'm really saying, and particularly right now, as we deal with issues relevant to COVID-19, social distancing, living with people, and just going through what are some unusual circumstances. And when we have that, as I found for myself, there is some opportunity for me to allow things to happen, not to take charge. It's just easy enough to sit and wait for things to come my way, whether it be the check that they talked about or whether somebody is on Zoom or whatever and they're saying, get up, Nate, do something. So what I'm really saying is that it's time that we take responsibility for ourselves. You can't leave that to somebody else. That it's time for us to become our own health advocates. 15 minutes at a doctor and all they do is look at you and then give some prescription or something like that. And you don't ask any questions. That's your problem and not theirs because they see death all the time. We also need to do the research about what is important to our lives and what have you. So if this whole notion of taking charge of what's important to you, if you want to live the kind of life that you're living, I hope I'm talking to somebody. I hope I'm reaching out to mm-hmm. somebody right now who is who are where I am right now and want to do something differently. Don't let that old mindset of an old person because you age. I know some 30-year-olds that can't do some of the stuff that you and I can do. So it's really not necessarily about age. It's about aging to a place where you're old, honey. You know how people talk sometimes like they live so long and they they got a whole lot more life to live, but they talking about, oh, you don't know about me. So really what you got to do is say, that was that old person. 
Now I'm talking about a new person. As what they say in scripture, you can't put new wine in old wine skin. How about mm-hmm. that? That's right. How about that? Yes, because everything you're saying to us reminded me of my grandmother. She would have been 99 this month, but she lived to be 93. And she was healthy all the way up until like the last couple of years of her life. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, she did do that with the mindset, oh, pumpkin. She started this when I was seven years old. If I'm still alive to go to your graduation, and if I'm still alive to go to your wedding, mm-hmm. and if I'm still alive for you to have children. And yet she went through remarkably well. But now that I look back, I wish that she had embraced some of the vibrance and enjoyed some of it instead of waiting to get got. <laughs> don't wait for it it's coming it's gonna come you all you gotta do is just keep on moving and living it's gonna come you me everybody is gonna have to experience this thing what we're talking about is how to really live and take back your life that's the stuff take charge whatever we can do let's do it at the level that we could do it and then move to something else so how do we do this nate or do you prefer nathaniel or nate or does it matter? Well, when I was in the business world, like most people, I wanted to be called Nathaniel because, you know, I had arrived. But now <laughs> I just, you know, Nate is all right with me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm living the Nate life and I'm trying to enjoy that. So you can call me Nate. Right, you, it feels but more I, like you're Nate to me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with there that. Go. So we've made this decision. We're going to kick this old person out of our bodies and we're going to invite the uh, newer person in. And so where do we start, Nate? In your head. In your head. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, you got to start talking to yourself different than what you've been talking to yourself. Aches and pains. We all got them. You know, (laughs) we we all got some stuff going on. Right. So fix your mind, fix your mouth. Start talking a little bit different. If you talk different and if you get around some different kind of people at some place, things start to change. And even if you are actually saying it, let me give you a prime example. I used to smoke cigarettes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I wanted to quit, but I was so bad at it. I would play sports and then get off the field and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and so I wanted to stop smoking. And one of the things that I did while I was smoking, I would tell myself I don't smoke anymore. And then all of a sudden, one day, one day I just stopped. I wasn't smoking anymore. I haven't smoked a cigarette like that in years. Just so cold turkey. Sometimes what we got to do is start talking about things differently and then changing the environments that we're around. Here's the deal. If you bring some fatty stuff in, like I like, if you bring potato chips in this house, if you bring Oreos in this house, Katie <laughs> uh-uh. bought because somebody's <laughs> going to eat them and it's probably me. Yeah, I got the Oreo thing going too. Well, Lene knows all about things. that. I got to get these things away from me. <laughs> you know, I started realizing I had to even get away, get some of my friends away from me because every time I turn around, they want to go do something else and I wanted to go to the gym. So they win. I'd go do their stuff and they wouldn't do my stuff. So at some point, you got to change what you think about yourself and all the conversations that you have with yourself. So sometimes you got to be willing to let some people go and some things go that don't necessarily work for you. What do you say to people who say, at this point in my life, I want to enjoy the Oreos and the whatevers, name your passion, salty, sweet, everybody's got their thing. What do you say to that? Raise your hands up and testify like, yeah, I really like potato chips. I really like Oreos and ice cream and all that stuff. And I'm willing to deal with that. But are you willing to do something different? I, that's, I guess that's really the question. Are you willing to change a little bit of that, right? 
So are you willing to put some good stuff in, some whole foods? Are you willing to get some good sleep? Are you willing to change some of your habits? Maybe not so much potato chips. Maybe not so much eating out at fast food restaurants. Maybe not so much staying up late. Sort of changing gradually. Here we go right here is what I'm saying is that inch by inch. We got to be willing to change, not drastically, because I've never seen change happen like that. What I see change happen is that a little bit at a time, if you're willing. Somewhere, there has to be a place called willingness. If you're not willing, then the conversation is over, and I'm not even talking to you anyway. (laughs) So like when a client comes to you, do you make sure they're serious before you take them on? At this point in my life, 66 years young, I better be taking on some people that are serious because we don't know what tomorrow may bring. I'm not saying I beat people up. I just need to know where they are on a scale of one to 10. On a scale of one to 10, I likely are you to exercise two to three times a week. If you say one, then then I ain't your person because you got to do that. <laughs> you got on a so- scale of one to 10, I likely are you to drink lot, a lot more water. If you say two, then you need to go find somebody else because you're seriously not serious. Am, am I making sense that you really are- there's somebody else out there that will take you and do it the way that you want to do it. But this is not for those kinds of people. This is for the people who have decided that, man, I've tried it this way, I tried it that way. So now what I'm willing to do is take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and create a new formula that says, here is the new person, my new mindset, my new actions. And by the end, by the time I get done, I will like who this is. Not that I don't like me, but I like this person even better because I see less of it. I'm having less aches and pains. My body don't hurt the way that it used to hurt. That I'm willing to do the kinds of things that I want to do. I can bend over and pick up something. I don't have to ask, hey, honey, can you get that for me? Yes. See, everything you're saying is making me think you said that you had to have a big, huge thing happen in your life health wise, like a health crisis to get you to really open your eyes. And then if you have people who are listening who don't want to have to learn the hard way and don't want to have to wait until the crisis hits and they hit that brick wall, it's really important to start now. Like you said, little steps, baby steps. I read on your website, it says the ageless workout offers beyond tough talk and harsh workouts. Clients always see the value of personal modification in our trainings. And it is important that we see the results. Like you said, even if you start to notice, wow, my joints don't hurt. It doesn't hurt as much when I get up and do different things. And it's not all about just harsh, 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 keep going with these workouts until you pass out. I definitely thought when we started this podcast that we were going to have these very specific activities that we'd have to do. And you're teaching me that it's very specific mental work that we have to do to get to where we need to be. Can I interject in there? Because what you asked me was, how do you start that? People think that you start by exercising and you got to get yourself checked out. You got to have a mindset if you're serious about doing something different, because you probably, if you where I am and you understand, you've done that before. You've tried that before and you always fail because you get started really fast and you do all of the wrong stuff. Good people actually check themselves out. They find good coaches to do the kinds of things that they need to do for themselves. Maybe it's just a walk. 
Maybe it's some stretching. Maybe it's water. We don't know. Everybody's body is different. So this is the ageless workout method and strategy. This is not that stuff that you see where people are saying, you know, I got to do a thousand pushups. Although I do it for my own mental toughness. Today, I went to a boxing class because I lost a client last night that meant something to me. And I had some work that I thought I was going to do and wrap my mind around. And so in order for me to push that off and go to the next thing, I went to hit a bag and to do some exercise so I could be mentally tough to let that situation go so I could move on to something else. Am I making sense? Yeah. Yeah, you're giving ideas, too, that you don't have to do the same old thing also, because I think a lot of people listening are looking for different new ways to be active. We can definitely take our walks. And some of us like the gym. Some don't like the gym because of COVID. Sometimes we might want to stay away from the gym. But do you have any ideas or examples of some different things to stay active, kind of like you were saying with boxing, but to stay active, to get your mind right, to get your body right, that people don't always think about? Here's the thing that I always suggest to people, and and particularly if you live in Florida, we got to have some sunshine, right? So we got to either get outside in the sun, pull up your curtains or your blinds or what have you, first get some sun. But maybe all it is that you need to do is find some activity, if it's activity that you like, there any number. Like for me, I do Pilates. And what I do is this thing called tremble Pilates. Before I was like, that's not for me. But when I went, I took that class and it started to really give me some, some of the little muscles and the stuff that I needed. Then I go to a place called adapt and adapt is more functional stuff. I do stretching. So I'm examining all types of things. And so this notion of the ages workout takes on adventure that you're trying out new things. Maybe that's not for you, but you try it because you're opening up your mindset. I do spinning. I just told you I go to boxing. I I wasn't always doing boxing, but I like that boxing training now because it shows me some stuff about self-defense, but at the same time, it's challenging enough for me that I go and I'm and early in the morning, I get my mindset because I'm going to something else, the workout prepares me for what I need to do. And it doesn't have to be a lot of money. You could do the stuff online, right? There are any number of virtual classes. There's an array of things. I mean, we go on and on and on. But what I think is those basic things that you do, stuff that allows you to do your basic movements, that you can stand up and sit down, that you could put your baggage in the baggage counter if you're traveling, that you could carry groceries and stuff like that that it's really those kinds of things. And then you move to the other levels that you don't just do all of that overnight. And, you know, if somebody wants to reach out to me, I'll be glad to share some more about how to expand it. But the Asia's workout is more about health. It's more about composition. It's more about eating well, developing a passion. It's about drinking the water. It's about having a relationship and a tribe of people that can encourage you to do the kinds of things that you need to do. So that's the work that we're attempting to do. I always ask Sandy when I'm going to share something personal, I'm like, Sandy, should I go ahead and share this? What do you think I say? (laughs) Go for it, right? (laughs) So you mentioned one big thing that I cannot let go of, stretching. Stretching saved my life because I had foot surgery on both feet three years ago. And when I recovered, I just couldn't get right. My back hurt, my knees hurt, everything hurt. 
And the podiatrist told me that it has to do with the fact that because I was not moving around all that time, the muscles in my calves, especially, and near my Achilles, really got underused and just in bad shape. He said, you have got to stretch every day, at least once a day, in certain ways, if you want to get your self back together. And Sandy told me that you have an ebook all about stretching. Let's just go ahead and talk about you have other books also. You have a book, The Now Factors for Success, books one, two, and three. You mm-hmm. have Stretching Secrets. And even you said that if people want to reach out to you, how do they reach out to you through your website, through social media? Tell us that so that anybody who is listening knows how to get some direct access to help through the books or help through to you directly. Yeah, so if you go to the site, to the website, ageistworkout.com, ask for the newsletter or, or the ebook, we'll send that out to you. Of course, we send it out as complimentary and we want to stay in touch and we're trying to develop that tribe of people. Those other books, the Now Factor books, the three book series, goes back and sort of chronicles my challenges of trying to make it. And because I reinvented myself like a thousand, I think a thousand times. And it talks about all of these kinds of things, these gyrations that you have to do, you know, that can be used for younger people, older people who are at a place right now. I look at success up and down all different kinds of ways. And I've been all kinds of stuff, right? So those books, but then I'm also working on a book right now called, if you see a turtle on a stump, somebody put him there, how to be an active navigator. Uh, Another book called the ageless workout and then bloopers and blunders of fitness and what have you. All of this came about when COVID hit. That's how these podcast things came about as well. I need to work on my communication skills. So you've allowed me to, to continue to work on communication skills. So it's a communication in terms of writing. It's also in terms of speaking. And so these are my legacy kinds of pieces, not because I want to make dollars from the work, but I wanted to leave some sense. I wanted to strike a chord with the universe that I was here, that I actually used whatever the creator gave to me. I'm not going to get religious on you, but what I'm saying to you is that I I just needed to let people know that I wasn't done yet, that Corona wasn't going to get a hold of me, that it wasn't going to take me out of here without me laying some foundation, without me saying something about it. We can have church if you want. Don't hold back. (laughs) We believe in the power of faith. You're sounding right now. I had read a quote recently by Denzel Washington. When he turned 60, he said, I looked in the mirror and said, Denzel, this is not a dress rehearsal. This is life. It's not a matter of how much you have. The question is what you're going to do with your talents and your gifts. I knew in my heart at 60 that I wanted to serve God, to serve my family, and to see others do well. And it seems like all three of us on this call and many people listening have that same thought. Like you said, wanting to make sure that people knew that I was here and that I left something as a legacy behind, something that'll benefit their mental health, their physical health, their ability to help others themselves. That's what it's all about. But did you hear what she said? She's trying to help me. She said, you look like Denzel. You talk like <laughs> Denzel. Did you hear, did like, you hear I, that? I was like, oh, is, is that true? Really? I mean, do you really feel that way? <laughs> you felt those vibes coming through on the Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I was like, oh, well, tell me more about myself. Fill my head up. I and mean, we all need to feel good about ourselves, right? That's the other thing. We need to change the conversation. We need to do some different stuff around our lives because we got enough other crazy stuff going on. 
Yeah. And we do get older and society has a lot of negative messages for us. I feel like, like you saying, taking responsibility for your health and using all the wisdom of your years, passing it along in your case, it's magical. Yeah, yeah. What, what? Come on. Do we just need to pass time by? And when it's time for us to get out of here, you know, sweep us to the side when we can really do some stuff to help. And it's only for those people who want your help, because otherwise people don't care. So I'm excited about the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with you. Hopefully out of this, there's some people that get touched. This notion of what we're doing is trying to find like minded people you're developing this tribe of people wherever they are. So Nate is saying something today, but maybe tomorrow somebody else takes the lead and talks about how to live a different life, how to live life on your terms, take adventure, eat well. You don't have to necessarily exercise like I do, but get some exercise, take better care of your life, your family, all those things that are important to you. And then somebody else can do it. And so we form all of these different circles and people are feeling good and doing more things for themselves and for community. And we change at that core level and all of the world seems to feel a whole lot better about themselves and who they are and where we're going. You know, I know that sounds like pie in the sky, but you know, it can happen, right? It can definitely happen. It happens when you say it's going to happen and it happens too. Here's another thing you have me thinking about as far as the way that we influence the way that we think, because Sandy started talking about this too a minute ago, how we can go through this world and start to think it's hard out here for somebody who's over 40 years old. Like we are not supposed to be discarded. We are not supposed to be resigned to a life of just being over to the side because of ageless workout. I wanted to think about ageless wonders. This is that part. And this brings it back to faith. When you fix your eyes up above on God, on Jesus, when you fix your eyes above, that's when you can see the beauty. Does anybody sit and think about the fact that we still have our sweet Betty White around here and she is 99 years old and we Mm -hmm. have Star Trek's Captain Kirk William Shatner is 89, Tina Turner at 81. These people are not just surviving, but they are thriving. Norman Lear is another one, 90 plus, still making shows. It is just awesome when we look around. Now, these are all celebrities, but A lot of people are influenced by celebrities. Why not use it to our advantage and think about the fact that there's still so much living left to do. We may as well keep our bodies and minds sharp so that we can keep on going. (laughs) And there's your motivation right there, right? Yeah, yeah. I like the title of your podcast. I mean, that says it all. People just don't realize what they have because, of course, we've been beat down from all kinds of pandemic or whatever else is going on. You know, if we watch so much television, boy, it's doom and gloom. But if you stop to think and, you know, and say, look at what these people are doing with themselves. What can I do? That's sort of, again, the motivation to step out and do things a little bit different, create some different circumstances for yourself. Definitely, Nate, you have a lot of great resources when people go on agelessworkout.com that would be more specific, maybe things that they can do for their health and maybe hire you as a coach or just look around your website, get your ebook. But let me just ask you this. We talked a mm-hmm. little about nutrition. We mm-hmm. talked a little mm-hmm. bit about workout. Is mm-hmm. it an equal marriage of both or is one more important than the other? If I were to, to make a professional 
recommendation. I think it's nutrition. All the research suggests that what we put in our stomach actually has some impact on the brain as well. So food can set mood, right? So if you're eating the right kind of food and your body is moving well, then you don't feel bad and you'll be able to go and do exercise. The right kinds of exercises. Again, we talked about what is that for a particular person, but for sure, movement is medicine as well as food is medicine. So we put all those together. But if I were to tell you the formula, I think you got somewhere at about 80% nutrition and not diet, but eating well, eating clean and not suggesting that you can't have some cheat stuff, right? I'm saying that you do that stuff clean up front. And then the exercise and the movement and the sleeping and the relationships, it is a ball of things. It's not just one piece because the body is one. Our life is one. It's not just this or it's not just that. All of it makes a difference if we want to have a well-rounded life. Eating well and whatever that is for whoever, because I know that there may be some economic challenges, what have you. But when you can eat well, when you can sleep well, when you can move Maybe it's not going to the gym. Maybe it's a taking a walk or spending some time doing gardening or whatever the case may be, that these are the key pieces, right? That you have something that you're passionate about, that you have some relationships that matter to you. And all of these kinds of things coming together will give you a, a well-rounded life. Yeah. And also maybe think too, some foods are not for everybody. Just because yeah. you see in a magazine that, oh, everybody's supposed to eat this and not supposed to eat that. We have to be mindful of the fact that sometimes our bodies process foods differently than everybody else. I'll give an example. Many times people say that dairy is bad. They just label things as bad. But certain types of Greek yogurts and things like that have been very good for me. But my sister, not good for her. The same way I was kind of saying with exercises, everybody should go to the gym and do this particular, do the Stairmaster, do planks. Not everybody should because people have had different injuries or different things that they don't like about that. Or they're less likely to do an exercise that they don't even like doing. So we can kind of customize some of these things too. Yeah. So what we end up doing is really trying to find where people are. We have all types of things that people can do, mini trampolines. And sometimes it's just sitting and squeezing a ball because maybe you have arthritis in your fingers or something like that. We're moving more toward sort of medical fitness, right? So people who have Parkinson's or stroke or any other, you know, sort of challenges in life, we help them do those kinds of things. So feel better, this healing kind of thing. Because again, most of us move away from things that hurt and move closer to the things that make us feel good. So it's still possible to do stuff that makes you feel good and get the benefit of being physical. And sometimes what we find is that if you jump out and start running, lifting all kinds of weights, you're not going to get to the place that you want to get to in the first place. So you really have to have a, a new way of looking at what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And what we're talking about is taking back and owning your own life. Nate, do you do this kind of coaching online as well? I do it on a virtual level. And again, the sort of workouts that are on the website. And it's not just the workout, right? Sometimes people need coaching. And some people call it life coaching. And I call it life flushing. Life flushing? Flushing the bad stuff down the commode? <laughs> 
Yeah, flushing out the bad and putting in the good. Yeah, I'm having fun. Yes, that's, you know, that's some of, some of what we're doing. But again, it goes back to where are you in your journey and what is it that you need to do? Because sometimes, like you referred to earlier, sometimes it's mental stuff that has to clean up before we can even get to the physical. Right. Well, now we wanted to give the opportunity for you to just give one last overarching message to anybody who is listening. The one big thing that you want to make sure that they take away from today's talk is... Do something for yourself. Love yourself a little bit more than what you think that you've been able to do. Get out if you want to and try something new. Find some adventure. Go some different places that you haven't gone before. Spend a little bit more time with the people that mean the most to you. And I'm sure that that will turn into something meaningful. It reminds me of that quote, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. I don't know if I have it. That's it. That's that's it. (laughs) We want to thank you so much for sharing the different insights for getting into our brains and making sure that we're reflecting on and taking a real good look at what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we're doing it. Sandy, anything you've got for us too before we go? For takeaway time, I love Nate's takeaway. And my big takeaway from this talk has really been driving home that you've got to want it. You got to want to change the mindset. You got to kick that old mindset out. And once you do that and you're open yourself up to possibilities. And personally, I would need someone like a Nate. I don't feel like I can do it by myself. I feel like I need, will you call it a tribe? I have coaches who coach me. Really? I, I try to find, I try to go where the best people are so that I can cut the time down. You all have been wonderful. I thank you so, so very much for the opportunity to share some new thoughts and not just necessarily about Asia's workout, but about life in general, that it's really all about how do we choose to live the rest of what we have. And it's kind of like you told us right before the show started, Nate, you mentioned the reason that you live in Miami, Florida is to make sure you can get some sunshine, get to stand in my toes and just have some fun. Uh, I don't know when the next day is going to happen, but for sure, I'm going to make the most out of it today. That's what I'm talking about. So we just want to let everybody think about this. Imagine yourself finally connecting the dots to what is going to put you on the best path to vitality, energy, healing, and all the elements that can make it so that you too can be an ageless wonder using ageless workout techniques. Thanks for joining us. Here's to your health. Let us know how it goes. Keep in touch with us via imagineyourselfpodcast.com where you can subscribe to our blog, connect with us on social media, and follow us on any platform where you like to listen to our podcasts, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and more. And until next time, when we have something new to imagine, take care.